Hi everyone. Today's video has three points and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to the top mistake that self-published authors make when getting started. So let's get into it. The topic we're discussing today is three common mistakes of self-publishing authors. Now, the problem you have when you're first getting started is that there are so many things you need to remember to do, but you're completely confused about the process, and as a result, you start making a lot of mistakes. Therefore, you're going to want to stick around because I'm going to explain to you how you can avoid making exactly these mistakes. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Hit the subscribe button if you'd like for me to make more videos like this one as we race towards 1,000 subscribers and check out below in the description and grab a copy of my absolutely free self-publishing checklist to make sure that you are not making the common mistakes that are made when it comes to self-publishing your book and also marketing your book. So let's get into it. From my own story, we were part of a group of family scouts where families would get together with small children and we would be meeting on a weekly or monthly basis in order to go out into the forest together as we did a lot of scouting activity. The thing is, is that for one of the weeks, it was our time to get the fire going and to set up the campsite where the families would all be meeting, which seemed easy enough. We brought some wood, we brought some newspaper, we had matches with us, we had everything that was going to be necessary to get going. Then the problem was is that we took the papers, put them underneath the logs, and we lit the newspapers, but the logs, these large logs, did not light. So the, the problem was is that we got a lot of smoke and there was a little bit of simmering on the logs and a few embers but nothing lit. We were making serious mistakes when it came to getting the fire going. We just had no idea what it took in order to do this. But ha what happened was one of the other people who was a member of the Family Scouts, he came around and he looked at what exactly we were doing and he took our logs and started slicing them. The cool part was that he didn't actually tell us we were making a mistake. He helped us by stepping in, showing us how these logs would be divided, just doing it, not even telling how to do it. It, but just dividing the logs and then arranging those logs around the newspapers. And then you'll be surprised what happened. Within a few minutes after lighting the newspapers, we had the fire up and going here in the middle of the Norwegian forest. And the thing is, is that it all looked so easy and simple when he did it. But when we tried it, we were making so many mistakes that we were simply not able to achieve our goals. And that's one of the things we're looking at, this concept of mistakes. So the three common mistakes of self-publishing authors. Well, the first one is assuming that there is a market for your book. <clears throat> We've talked about this a lot, but it is definitely worth exploring. It is that your readers are not going to necessarily, the readers out there in the world are not looking to read any book on any subject. There are certain types of books that people enjoy reading, and maybe your book is one of them, and maybe it isn't. And so when we're getting ready to write a book, it's always a useful thing to see that people actually are interested in that type of book. If it's a nonfiction, are you solving a problem for which people really don't have that? 
that problem. If it's a fiction book, is this type of fiction something that may have been popular at one time but no longer is popular? Kind of like if you were going to create a new product like a fidget spinner, but the fact is, is fidget spinners aren't popular anymore and as a result, unless it's 2017, you're not going to be making the sales you'd like to see on your fidget spinners and so maybe you should stay away from this market. This doesn't mean that we have to write on books we're not interested in. We have to find this balance between what people are buying currently and what we're interested in writing on. That combination will make it possible for us to ensure there's an alignment between the market and the product or book that we're putting onto the market. So, but by ignoring this market issue before we get started, we could find ourselves writing a whole series of books for which nobody wishes to purchase or buy those books that we're putting on the market. And that is what I'm trying to help you avoid as mistake number one. I use a tool called KD Spy in order to make sure the keywords or even the niches, genres, these sorts of things are in alignment. You can find my affiliate link below in the description. The second big mistake is assuming people will buy your book if it is high enough quality. A lot of writers will say, hey, I'm just going to change this chapter or fix some spelling here. It is a true statement that if you've already got people buying your book and saying, look, it's confusing. You introduce this character and then inconsistencies in your storyline, or you're giving tips that simply are not good tips. It's old information and it needs to be updated. Well, then that by all means, update your content. But until your books are actually selling to people you don't know, we don't know what needs to be fixed. So I am telling you, you shouldn't fix anything until we reach that point where we see the book selling and somebody's telling us there's a problem with the content. I know in my early days when I was putting courses out, I noticed that sometimes there would be something I would be moving too quickly. And since I'm self-publishing made easy, we want to make sure that we move slowly enough that you're able to follow along. So I would simply re-record the videos. I still do this regularly whenever anyone brings up any issues with regards to courses, helping you format your books or or perhaps you need help with running content marketing. We just break it down and we keep it simple. So that's the first thing I wanted to point out, the, the second tip. And the third and secret tip of the day, it is that you are assuming you have to go it alone. And just like in the fire example, <clears throat> and I was pointing out this issue with the person who with their fire starting thing, he showed me how I could fix things. Now I could have kept on going and it is true that if you use newspapers, enough newspapers over a period of time, I would have eventually have warmed the logs up. But the fact is I probably would have given up by this particular point and that is something I definitely do not want to do. Instead of wasting all of my time, why should I go it alone? That's one of the reasons why I have a business coach just like this person was a family scouting coach to show me how to set up a fire properly. I have a business coach who I meet with every other week and go through it. And that's one of the reasons I also meet with my coaching clients. And if you're interested in getting an uh, moving ahead and getting progressing on your self-publishing process, uh, we may be a match. So you can always apply below in the description. We'll find it. We'll see if we're a good match for each other when it comes to self-publishing. So that's another thing. The spots are pretty limited, but if you have, if you're interested and we might be a match, then that's something we can explore. And even if you're not for that, we can always go back and forth here on YouTube, which is the place that I best like to work back and forth with people. So just let me know. But my question for you today is what is your top mistake in self-publishing? What exactly have you done? Let me know below in the comments and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.